I'm Professor Shane Greenstein, and you're listening to the Harvard Business School Digital Initiative Seminar, a premier seminar series that hosts thinkers and scholars who are pushing forward research on the digital transformation of the economy by conducting and connecting with cutting-edge leaders, equipping leaders, and building community, the digital initiative seeks not just to study, but also to shape digital transformation. To learn more, check out digital.hbs.edu. All right, let's get started. So uh, uh, Boston seems to be too cold, so Xiang actually went to California. So, uh, so I will actually do the introduction. And uh, so it's uh, really a great pleasure to have uh, Professor DJ Wu here with us today. And uh, DJ is uh, a longtime friend, actually, of uh, DI. He came to give a talk like uh, four to five years ago. Actually, uh, it was in the same room, right, in this room. And uh, at that time, there was actually a piano here, right? <laughs> Somehow, I mean, it got lost. <laughs> and, uh, so, uh, we got rid of the piano and got whiteboards. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yes. And uh, so, uh, DJ uh, is a, a professor at uh, Georgia Tech. And uh, he is currently the unit head uh, uh, in the information technology and the management unit there. And he also holds the share chair in innovation, entrepreneurship, and commercialization. So DJ uh, has served and is serving on actually many uh, top journals in the field of information systems and uh, in operations, such as Manual Science, Palm, Amazon, and uh, Information System Research. So uh, his uh, current research interests uh, include the economics of uh, digital innovation and transformation, business model innovation, platform strategy, uh, and the adoption of uh, enterprise information technology, and also <coughs> machine learning. And uh, so uh, today he is actually going to present a very interesting paper about the uh, piggybacking strategies uh, in the platform setting. So let's uh, uh, welcome DJ. <laughs> So, uh, just as a tradition, before the, uh, the the talk, let's go around the room to introduce ourselves a little bit, so that the DJ knows the audience a little bit better, right? So, uh, I will start. Uh, Fen Zhu from the Tom Unit. Yo Sop Chang, a PhD student. I'm Eric Mankin. I'm a senior researcher. Emery Kreshi, work like program at law school. Natalia Wright, PhD student in strategy. Mike Wells, PhD student in marketing. All right, thank you. <laughs> Thanks so much for inviting me. <laughs> I just uh, took a picture because I said it took four years <laughs> to be invited <laughs> back. Um, so, uh, um, again, my name is DJ Wu. Um, I'm from the um, the Scheller Junior College of Business. Okay, there's no senior college business. There's <laughs> when I was ordered to get this chair, my wife said, "You got this junior chair." <laughs> 
so uh, yeah, um, so what I'm going to do is uh, things, you know, so you have this uh, diverse of audience. Uh, I love to share some of my uh, what I have learned over the way. In particular, mm -hmm. I always, you know, so excited to see PhD students. Uh, so what I'm going to do is uh, before I focus on one specific topic, I like to uh, share with you like one research line I have been uh, doing along the lines of digital innovation. So, so I'm going to do an overview of a research plan, and uh, uh, hopefully it's going to be uh, again useful uh, for the future scholars. Uh, then I will I'm going to focus on one specific uh, uh, paper. Uh, it's under uh, review. Uh, say, <coughs> trying to get it out during the winter break, so this is the best time <laughs> for me uh, to get feedback. Uh, so I like to learn from everybody, in particular over my life. I learn a lot from my own son. Okay, this is really my son. Um, so in 2006, when Harvard hosted this IT teaching workshop, I showed this guy a different picture. Okay, got impression. I says, you know, go hire this guy as a PhD student. Okay. <laughs> now I'm going to say it again. <laughs> well, uh, after 10 years, he made it into Yale. <laughs> so yes, yeah, so now a sophomore. Uh, what I learned from him is I taught him how to play chess but pretty quickly in only three months you know wow he had to teach me back how to play chess like how about down the queen and <laughs> I will not play with you uh, I says how come you can learn quickly he says yeah that is very simple I do a line of moves okay I do the calculation I think very carefully so that's how <coughs> he can learn so fast and quickly you know like beat it the coach so I cannot beat him in chess, okay, so <laughs> I, I actually learned, okay, so from this experience, um, so how to build your line of research. So what I'm going to show you is my recent work, it's like one research line. Um, so I, I enjoy my discussion with Grace, okay, this morning, actually not just I told you what to do, actually I did it. Um, so uh, see, uh, what I'm trying to focus is um, the big idea, is first trying to work with a company like you know say not just for a couple of years you know for this particular company i have been working with this company for 22 years okay so yeah this is the business software vendor it's actually sap it's a german uh, germany company i'm still working with them so um so i did some empirical work first so to get to know uh enough of the uh, so industry specific knowledge okay because you know see if there's anything that has totally changed okay the manufacturing world okay then the entire world okay so it's uh, this one software vendor okay it's not just one vendor okay so it's like touches 70% of uh, world economy so it's worth our attention so that's why I spent like 22 years to do field work um, so then after I thought I learned enough I started to write in modeling because you know that's uh, uh, one of the uh, advantage academics can do okay we can identify all kinds of conditions okay what will uh, mm -hmm. what will happen and also um, like make predictions e even if we have not discovered okay uh, something maybe we can like look you know say go find dark matter <laughs> go find this what they call it, the angels particle <laughs> so yeah so that's the uh, so that's basically the big picture is I first do empirical then I do a uh, 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 theoretical modeling then each of the papers, so I, I learned is trying to 
focus on one factor at a time. So, you know, see, I'm going to show you, like, in this research line on digital business models, like, eight papers. Um, but each paper, we're going to focus on a particular uh, a factor. See, those first two papers, one and the two, um, so it's those are empirical papers. We're trying to study the platform ecosystem, okay? In particular, we are interested in, like, how do small firms protect themselves, okay? Small guys, okay, you know, the one way for you to do commercialization is to play with a big guy, okay? But if you play with a big guy, uh, uh, the big guy could abuse you, okay, like PhD student, <laughs> think about it. <laughs> so therefore, how do you protect yourself? Uh, in particular, we focus on IP, okay, intellectual <coughs> property rights, okay. If a small software vendor, if they have a patent, copyrights, or downstream supply chain capabilities, Will that help them to join a, a platform ecosystem in the first place? And then conditioned on their joint, okay, do we have any measurable returns for those small firms? So those are the first two papers, empirical, but focused on platform ecosystem. Then, you know, in, in the process, we figure out, okay, so, so absorb capacity of those firms are very important. Uh, by the way, so that was the paper I presented in this room four years ago. Still working on that. <laughs> so good research you know, has a lasting value. <laughs> so what right there is, you know, see we say, look, you have this Q&A forum from the SAP website. Like, what other firms can take, you know, make use, best use of this knowledge right there online? So, so we have a way to, to measure the knowledge spillover. So then we interact with the firm's absorbed capacity. So that is the focus okay, of, of that paper. Then we realize the importance of absorbed capacity. Then we say, like, how about, like, you know, see, uh, firms, like incumbents, you know, see, can they actually give away their IP and are what, under what conditions? So the naturally from the empirical work, you know, we say, hey, we can write a model about like under what conditions firms should do like Tesla. Look, you know, all my patents are yours, okay? So when they should give away uh, their IP, when they should not. So right there, the, uh, the focus is again, is absorbed capacity, okay? You know, so you have all this, you know, open source, machine learning codes out over there, but not many firms knows how to use them. Okay, just, you know, if you don't believe that, think about the Red Hat. Okay, so you know why Red Hat has a business model? Okay, it's because they help firms, okay, how to use this open source. Okay, so, so that got, got us the idea. You can see the nice transition. And that got us the focus on absorbed capacity in the presence of network effects. Okay, so then we started to write uh, so two more papers on the same side network effects. So you know, say so one is you observe in the software business, you say like, yeah, firms they are giving away their software products for free. Uh, it's called the freemium business model. But you also have see firms that don't give it away. Okay, and so therefore you know, see it's it's interesting to identify conditions on what conditions a software firm okay, should give away their product for free so in the presence of same side network effects okay then we also talk about thinking about look if you give away software for free 
some folks they're unhappy. Right? <laughs> if you paid say top dollars for a business class, okay, then you say like this guy DJ, we did not even pay. <laughs> he got it for free. Okay, what he have? Disutilities, okay, and you say different categories. So you know, say, you know, say, for example, in the in the gaming uh, in the gaming industry, so those high value consumers they don't care for you to give it away. So they need people to play with them. Say, so you have different kinds of disutility. So therefore, we wrote a paper about like you know, how do you engineer network effects? Okay, in the presence of network effects and a disutility when you give away for free. So those are the two papers we focus on. Uh, the same side network effects. Okay, then we also observed uh, in the digital goods you have an interesting thing when usage is you know when the uh, consumer side evaluation is a function of usage. So this is something new, okay, for some digital uh, goods, like some movies you watched once, you don't want to watch it again, okay? And some novels, you, but so, so for Gone with the Wind, <laughs> you like to, you want to read it forever. Uh, so you have this, you know, see, different kind of information goods. So therefore, that we have this fundamental, you know, business model is like, you know, should we sell or should we lease, okay? So, you know, it's because in the age of, in a subscription or cloud, do we still use in the selling business model? So in that paper, we identify conditions when firms should still use in the selling business model, and what we benchmarking with. You know, we first, you know, say do the cost conjecture. conjecture. We show it holds true in our benchmark case, which is uh, consumer side valuation is function of time. Okay, think about some software like you know, say over time, you know, com consumers don't want to willing to pay. You have this, you know, it's basically depreciation over time. Okay, under that condition, for that class of information goods, we can prove, you know, cost culture still holds. However, when this this information goods is a function of usage. You know, if you use the ones, okay, then you know, say you you don't want to use it again. So we show. You, Coast conjecture does not hold. We, we, we identify conditions when you actually selling is still optimal. So this is like a long way to tell you what I'm coming from. Uh, this is uh, not existed, I'm <laughs> sorry, not exhaustive. It's an incomplete list of my work on digital business models. Um, but today I want to uh, show you like uh, one recent working paper. We're going to focus on cross-site network effects, okay? And then in the context of uh, a platform competition, okay? Is that okay? So this is like, you know, say one way. So you can see like, you know, see how I have come from, okay, my research. It's, you have an area, it's a playground, you have a passion, and, but over, over the years, you're interested in different animals, okay? So yeah, this new animal today, I want to talk about it's you know, so the background is, you know, see, it's a platform competition, so it's a big phenomenon. Um, but what I'm interested in is, is called piggybacking, okay? So piggybacking um, is actually, I just met uh, uh, Professor um, uh, Marshall von Einstein yesterday. I said, how did you get this idea in your book? <laughs> he told me, ah, we talk with startup community, okay? <laughs> That's actually how startups, they grow by doing piggybacking, okay? So the academic definition of piggybacking uh, is the following. It's from, from their book, Platform uh, Revolution. Um, 
it's basically you know you're trying to connect okay with uh, existing user base from a different okay, platform okay and then by doing so you're trying to uh, uh, jump start jump start your platform this is you know but it's suppose you know see uh, phone and I, we both has an AI company, so he's running Pony.ai, okay, so I'm running the, the other one. So, so we are competing, uh, but you know, phone, it's a lot smarter than I am. Pong says, you know what, I can, you know, to get the initial consumers from Tencent, okay, <laughs> from uh, another platform, okay, from a big brother. So, so we're saying uh, if, you know, see, if one startup, okay, was able to piggyback in, okay, what should the other uh, do, okay, or, you know, see, what's the, uh, what's the impact? Okay. The other one, see, a fundamental strategy for us to co-start a platform is to do a subsidization. So we want to say, like, you know, if you have this level, additional level of piggybacking, okay, so what should you do in terms of subsidization on each side of your platform? So we're talking a platform is the two-sided. So that's the question we are interested. Is that clear? All right. So there are many examples. Okay. So this is, and I'll say, you know, say they will tell you how you actually can grow your your business by picking happy from Quora. Okay. So basically, how to use Quora to jumpstart a new website, even if you have no followers, no authority, and no connections. Okay. So yeah. Back to the platform itself. In the in the Quora, initially they did the seeding by the editors ask a question and write answers by themselves. Okay, that's how you get started. Okay, then those entrepreneurs that decided, you know what, <laughs> if I want to get traffic, you know, say to my website, okay, I go to Quora. Okay, I write a question, I answer myself. Then you want, to, you want to learn more, know more? Okay, right here. Click this. So the real purpose is go to his website. Okay, so this is uh, you know, say a smart entrepreneur in uh, trying to piggyback in on Quora. Okay, uh, uh, this phenomenon it can be observed. So this is a, a like rough pattern. You see different patterns. Um, so it's related to piggybacking. Okay, so many startups will offer you social login. Okay, you know, you know, come on and log in with your Facebook account. Okay, log in. Uh, so with your Google account. So this is basically they are trying to make a bridge to a big ocean to, you know, to get your information from Facebook. Or so you can see the growth of YouTube has been documented again in the book is by writing over um, MySpace. So what uh, YouTube did is, hey, uh, guys, I have a better tool, <laughs> okay? Recording, editing, say, for you to post the videos. So that got attraction, okay, to specific segmented, okay? Those, they call Indies, okay? The independent, independent musicians, okay? I have a better pool, they got them, and then they migrate those guys uh, to YouTube. Okay, and uh, further down the road, also YouTube, you know, say embedded in YouTube, they create YouTube Red. Okay, so you basically, uh, incumbent can also bring traffic. Okay, and uh, basically piggyback on your own. So that's uh, that's another uh, case. Perhaps the most interesting one is the the growth of 
uh, of Airbnb. Okay, it has been documented in that Harvard. <laughs> How is this a thousand startups? You know, so, you know, so it's there actually um, there are many. Uh, so one specific Airbnb, um, they piggyback it on Craigslist. So I go to Craigslist, I see all those house renters. So I get the information, or I borrow the information, then I post the information on Airbnb. Okay. Then when I got guests, right? Ah, then I'm gonna call, right? For you know what? <laughs> for your house, you know, I got a guest for you, right? <laughs> it was a pleasant surprise for Fall. Like, Fall, would you like to sign up <laughs> to Airbnb? Okay. So this is, you know, so they also go to the newspaper, take a look of the newspaper, and I find a customer for you. Like, I gonna complain? <laughs> you will not complain, right? Uh, so later on, they actually write a computer program. So Basically, what they do is, you know, so you post it on Airbnb, pu push this this button. Well, also automatically post it on Craigslist. Okay. However, when the the guests they click the Craigslist, they go back to Airbnb. Okay. So you know, see, they actually, and you know, this is uh, somehow we learned called wormhole. Okay. Uh, strategy. Uh, so this is uh, so another way. Um, of uh, piggybacking. Uh, there are uh, many uh, examples, like in India, just dial, okay? Initially, they borrowed the yellow pages. It's your phone book, okay? Then they put on my website, okay? Then when I got customers, same DI call. <laughs> the merchants say, hey, I got a customer who wants to do waiting. Would you like to do it? Of course they do, okay? Then they got them signed up, okay, to just dial. Uh, there are uh, many other examples. Finally, another pattern is you see, a, you see a platform. You first sell the software. In this case, it's open table. You know, it's basically in a restaurant. Okay, uh, think about like a restaurant ERP system. Okay, it's a software help the restaurant to manage. Okay, um, their inventory. Uh, but then, then they move to the cloud. They actually have your data, right? They know how the restaurant are using. Uh, their system, but it's real-time data. Okay, so basically they first sell the service for a while. Sorry, they, they basically sell the software for a while. Then later on, they open uh, to the customer side. They sell service. You know, they can do booking. So those are some of some patterns. It has been well documented uh, in the book. Uh, there are tons of others. Okay, of piggybacking. So this is like like one motivation I was talking with. Uh, Grace Gwen and Natalia over the dinner. This is I learned. Um, I also told my PhD students, if you want ideas, read Harvard Business School cases. Okay, and I have a true story to tell. Okay, one student listened, and he is very successful. Okay, by reading Harvard cases. So thank you for writing those cases. Okay. <laughs> Keep writing. Okay, we learn a lot, and those books, you know, they are very useful. Give us ideas. Um, and now uh, we say, like, now you read all those things, then you need to think a little bit more, like, um, is this a new animal? So therefore, uh, so there could be uh, the counter-arguments, okay? Uh, so one thing, is this thing just like advertising? So first of all, we want to uh, say, look, um, so this concept is different uh, than paid advertising, okay? So, uh, because you are targeting uh, 
a specific segment and you are not spending a ton, okay? PayPal will talk more about it. Initially did advertising. They, they, they spent too much, they could not continue to run advertising, okay? Then they switched to piggybacking. I will tell you like what exactly they did. Um, so it's not advertising. So it's basically you're trying to uh, incur a one-time cost then you try to access uh, external pool, okay? And, and those are like uh, fresh new customers, okay? You think, try to build a bridge, okay, to a big ocean, okay, of your targeting and get to your focal market. The next thing you may worry about is, uh, how is this thing, this thing different than installed base? So uh, it's different, it's a big, again, so these are our, our new arrivals, new customers. Um, for the um, install base, those are your customers already. They paid for you, okay? Those are, you know, so they have already paid for our software, so that's your install base. You know, they are in a sense using, you know, your technology already or your old technology. So this is like one distinction that we want to, uh, we want to highlight. Um, so pick your choose, you know, either this is a new piece of pie or a new piece of meat. Okay, so, uh, I want to, you know, say focus on this. And if he, there's also in in the same vein, there's something called fabricated piggybacking. Okay, um, and well, someone in this room wrote the paper, <laughs> fake it until make it. Uh, so uh, this is uh, let me highlight one more time um, the PayPal example. So initially, PayPal okay uh, paid too much advertising, so the. Quit. They could not do it. They trying to do business deals did not work. Okay, because of you know say bureaucracy. Okay. Then those smart entrepreneurs have this idea like you know, why don't we write a computer program? So they write a bot. Okay, like like knock knock. Like who's knocking? Okay, so this is you know you know see PayPal software is knocking on eBay online sellers. Okay, who's knocking? PayPal, like you know, saying PayPal, who PayPal customer? I want to buy from you. I'm a buyer, okay. However, on the one condition, I insist paying using PayPal. PayPal, are you with me? Yeah. So this is basically simulated demand. It's fake demand. It's a computer program saying, say, talking to eBay sellers, okay? I want to buy from you, okay? And that stimulated the adoption of PayPal. So this is an example of how PayPal, okay, the startup, was able to piggyback in on eBay. So what they did is, you know, say, after only on three months, after three months, okay, so they were able to grow the PayPal users from a hundred thousand to a million. Again, so this wonderful case was documented in the book Platform uh, Revolution. So this is like one example of fabricated, fabricated uh, piggybacking. It's basically, you know, say it's, it's, what if like, you know, those guys, they both purchased, like, you know, say they also did something wonderful. Say, what if like this is a computer program, it's a fake demand, they purchased from, from the seller, guess what? The computer program turned its back okay, to be a seller. So they don't even have to touch inventory. So it's like 
purely information broker. Okay, they purchase from a real eBay seller. Okay, stimulate adoption. Actually, you know, actually、um, force the adoption of PayPal. Okay, then they relisted on eBay. So that's you know, yeah, that's what what they actually did.、Okay. So yeah, that was documented、uh, yeah very nicely. Yeah, the, in three months, you can measure a hundred thousand to a million. Do we have any questions? Yes. Yes, For David. The world of fake news. Right. There's a new set of thinking about these kinds of questions. Excellent. It may have been acceptable 20 years ago, but it's simply inappropriate, unethical, against public policy today. And why should we be studying it? Excellent. Exactly. See,、so、what if you know, say, your competitor engage, okay,、um, in fabricated、uh, piggy bagging? So, what are the policy implications? That's exactly the very excellent. Thank you, David. So, we're not promoting, okay, you go, okay, <laughs> <laughs> but as David, you know, as a regulator, you should care because in practice, people do that, okay. If you don't believe that, I, I give you some more examples. Dating website, okay. Ashley Madison. I have never been there, but <laughs> something called Ashley Madison was caught. Okay, using computer programs to pretend to be good-looking women. Okay, they actually they did the majority of the conversations. Yeah, they, they were caught. Okay, yeah, 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 seriously. Okay, it was, it was documented. Okay, also in the book.、Um, And read it, okay. So they fix the profiles to provide the links, okay, to the content they wanted.、Um, and again, editors of Quora, hi, Mount. Okay, they actually, you know,、um, did this Q and A by themselves.、Uh, there are many examples、uh, for those who are from China.、Mm. <laughs> I won't tell the story, but okay, <laughs> yeah, go check. <laughs> so,、um, so this is,、uh, yes, this is fabricated. So. So now,、um, so I hope you know, we are motivated.、Uh, even if I cannot solve the problem, I hope I get your attention. Okay, this is something、uh, new and interesting.、Uh, then we say, like you know, say like, what are the implications、uh, in strategy and also、uh, in policy? So. Just yes. So, yes. Are you thinking about, like, say,、uh, tying as a virgin of piggybacking? So,、um, if you like, so I have my go on to Google. You type in like flight to Orlando, and you get Google Flights, you know, which I could have kind of done separately and have links to there. Are you thinking about that as separate from piggybacking? Yes, I'm thinking separately. So you know, see, yes, see, um, so um, so we want to s- uh, put our boundary. So. We are not doing paid advertising, okay? Because paid advertising is, you know, say, it's like, you know, say, for five dollars, how many traffic you can, you know, you can bring for me? They are website, you know, say.、Um, so we don't do paid advertising, okay? And also we trying to be,、uh, you know, say, distinguish from installed base, okay? So it's like again thinking about this,、uh, yeah. Airbnb story. Okay, so Airbnb is piggybacking from Craigslist. Okay, PayPal、uh, was able to piggybacking on eBay. So these are the、uh, you know you can put those two examples in your mind's eye. So this is like we are interested, we are focusing. Okay, and、uh, and we have、uh, shown you like plenty of examples. Okay, firms.、Uh, Uh, in fact,、uh, you can dig to like for David's <coughs> question in the presidential election. Okay, not only they use 
one faked bots, okay, to influence you know American voters. They actually have an entire social network of bots, okay. Those the entire network is fake, okay. So, but they are able to you know, influence voters, okay. So, so like, what should we do, okay? So it's yeah, that's you know again, that's our uh, focal point. And then like the Reddit example, right? Uh, so that it seems like there's a distinction between some of these fraudulent cases where you're trying to act as if you're not you're you're kind of to act as if there's more members than there are versus just saying you need to seed the network somehow and posting your own question and answer even if you're perfectly transparent about it seems like it might give uh, informational content for people excellent thank you yeah thank you michael yeah so basically um so in our paper so we also uh, count seeding as a piggybacking strategy so like you know see we say you do authentic piggybacking you know and versus you know you do fabricated you know piggybacking yeah. excellent yes 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 um, ben. i guess i'm trying to understand exactly the, the mechanism here so you think about suppose there were several different versions of email there's mm -hmm. ebay and other competitors right um it sounds like you're talking about network effects that piggybacking suggests that the only way to do it is basically that, you know, suppose eBay was the biggest of those. They want to basically try and get as many of the sellers on eBay, uh, uh, you know, using PayPal. But I wonder, would it be different um, if they were to sort of try to get, you know, get the same number of sellers using uh, PayPal, but maybe only, you know, 30% of the sellers on eBay and, know, 70% on various competitors. Like, is it really, is it trying to come up with a list of sellers to target? Mm -hmm. Or are they really trying to piggyback on the network effects that have been sort of created by this platform? Right, excellent. I'll show you the model. But, you know, see, yeah, so they are like, you know, as a model, you have all kinds of ways, okay, uh, to study. Uh, but that's an excellent point. Uh, but just to finish the story of eBay, and eBay, when, when they actually realized, you know, someone was oh, piggybacking on me, <laughs> they actually created their own bill point, okay? And they even enforced those eBay sellers, okay, you know, put larger my icon, bill point, <laughs> for the smaller icon of PayPal, okay, <laughs> was un unable to catch up, you know. The, uh, the end of the story is eBay purchased PayPal. <laughs> yes, sir. Um, it seems like there are two types of piggybacking, just looking at the, the cost structure of piggybacking strategies. One is like social um, login, where you have just have a one fixed cost to pay. And then the other one is like uh, Airbnb calling Craigslist people, which is like a per unit cost basis. And those two will give different like price, optimal pricing structures of these strategies, um, which Type of uh, piggybacking are you are we talking about? Yeah, I show you the model, but that's excellent. That's why I, I love this discussion. You know, say I can present a model to begin with, maybe the wrong model. Then <laughs> PhD students, you can write tons of papers. <laughs> but my job is to say this stuff is interesting, uh, and I will show you like one way to start. Okay, uh, we have many versions of models. I will show you one version of the model. Okay, yes. So it feels like you have distinguished between two types of piggybacking. One is piggybacking of your direct competitor, uh -huh. another is piggybacking of someone who is uh, upstream or downstream. Like eBay piggybacking <coughs> of, sorry, PayPal piggybacking of eBay is not the same as that piggybacking of Uber drivers. Yeah, that's exactly uh, uh, one of the. Um 
the goal of this talk is like uh, open a field you can you know so you can uh, you know do different models uh, today I will show you my model is two startups okay so they're going to compete in and one guy was able to you know basically uh, make a, a, a bridge you know piggybacking from a third party it's another platform okay think about Ali you know Ali uh, Baba you know, or Tencent you know, or, uh, or eBay Yes, sir. Would you call the type of piggybacking if it were reverse, where a large organization jumped on the back of a small one to crush them? In the case of like um, Sidecar and Uber, where you know Uber was using their systems to overwhelm the smaller systems, so the benefit is to advance them. It's sort of a similar model, but it works differently. Yes, that's excellent. That'll be uh, the, uh, another paper. Um, uh, <laughs> Uh, but there's this literature, okay, uh, uh, you, know, you know, by many of you in, in this classroom called the platform envelopment. Okay, you know, so you know, once you, you you conquer one field, okay, you can invade the adjacent field and and, and kill uh, guys in that field. So uh, of course there are many uh, uh, papers, you know, so may, many research questions. Uh, let me back to my research question. Uh, so my research question is. You know, see, so we are interested in this piggybacking, okay, starting with authentic piggybacking. Then we say, you know, should we, will that change our understanding about how do we uh, jumpstart uh, uh, the uh, two-sided platform? Okay, so like, you know, building on the literature, say so like, what's the impact, okay, of piggybacking on subsidization? <coughs> That's, you know, our uh, main question. Then we think about, you know, see, like, you know, all kinds of extensions. One extension is, like, what if both firms that can piggyback in, okay? So with, with, will that all be good to the firms, to the society, okay, or not? Um, then what if, okay, one is practicing fabricated piggybacking, okay? What will the other guy do, okay? As a regulator, okay, what should we do? Should we encourage this kind of uh, 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 business practice or should we not? That's uh, that's uh, uh, the research question uh, of this paper. So basically, uh, so we're trying to uh, link with uh, three streams of research. Um, so the list here, it's uh, it's not uh, uh, you know, exhaustive. Um, the first literature is you know, it's how do you solve the chicken and egg problem when you're trying to jumpstart a two-sided market in this uh, principle? Okay. I give you a quick overview. So you know, so uh, those economists have shown that oftentimes the seesaw principle is optimal. Okay, seesaw means you have two sided. Uh, you lose money on one side in order to make more money on both sides. Okay, so when you the money losing side is the subsidization side. Okay, so you basically you could charge zero or charge below cost. So there are many you know, see, uh, uh, economists and also IS scholars that have contributed. Um, one specific setting is uh, so most of those researchers, they identify it's called competitive uh, bottleneck. So as the setting, it, if, you are, if you are really interested, it can also be endogenized to show so this competitive bottleneck bottleneck will emerge as equilibrium. So what it says is one side you multi-home, okay, and the other side is single home. So that is the setting we call competitive bottleneck. 
you think about drivers and the riders. Drivers, they really need to use the platform to reach the riders. So therefore, the drivers, okay, they multi-home. Okay? Of course, I know riders, you also multi-home. Okay? <laughs> but for the sake of understanding, you know, the outset of you imagine uh, riders, you only you know, pick either Uber or Lyft. But drivers, they do both, okay? just, you know, just for the sake of understanding. So what we are interested in is like you know suppose we're going to just borrow this setting okay widely used okay in the literature we add piggybacking so will that change the seesaw principle or not so that's the first thing we're trying to do the second one is it's like um, so the, if piggyback is important this idea or something related has been uh, has been identified okay by many researchers you know, at Harvard and okay, elsewhere. Um, so basically, you know, so you, you could you you know so you, you can think about how do you build the market in the momentum, okay, how you can add initial developers for the software platform, okay, how do you attract early users with a single site functionality or advertising, and how do you integrate user base you know, with a complementary product. You know, they have the ideas. But, but most of those papers, they're empirical observations. So, so we're trying to write a model, trying to do a formal modeling. And also, we tell you, you, yourself our boundary. We don't do advertising. We don't do install base. You know, we just focus on uh, this practice uh, by PayPal or Airbnb. The third one is to have this computer scientist. Okay, they are wonderful. Okay, they spend all their time and energy find bad guys. <laughs> like you know, so who are the zombies? Like you know, who are producing fake fires? It's a it, it's a daunting literature. Okay, you know, see? so what we are trying to ask the question is like um, the economics you know, of fabricated piggybacking. So they are firms that are doing that, okay, again, so using, you know, using bots, okay. So what are the implications? You know, we have uh, Michael here, okay, you know, wonderful, okay, catch. <laughs> so, look, you know, see, so like 16% of the reviews on Yelp, oh, you know, <laughs> could be <laughs> fake, right? <laughs> the bots wrote it, right, yeah. So, um, so then you also have this, like, J-shaped reviews, like, a lot of people give one, <laughs> a lot of people give a five. Okay, when you have those patterns, okay, it's suspicious. Okay, so again, so you know those researchers have given us uh, evidence. Okay, where you know, say so it looks like they are, uh, you know, it's existed in business practice. Like then we try like what are the implications? Okay, so that's you know, so basically three lines of literature. So then, so this is uh, again something I learned when you do literature review. You not only review the literature, okay, even more importantly, you want to basically um, tell the audience what are you doing. Okay, so you know, so you know what is the unique value of your research, okay, that's how, I, and that's actually why you're doing literature review. So, so that is the background. Um, do you have any questions before I'm going to do the math? <laughs> okay. So then I'm going to do is, uh, I, you know, I'll show you, you know, like one, uh, one model, okay? but you can have many, many models. Okay? So what I'm going to do is, uh, first I will present uh, a baseline model. Okay? Um, in this baseline model, it's, so look, I have two guys, you know, say platform A and B, um, and you know, see, each is a two-sided market. 
Okay, you can think about you have drivers and riders. Um, so they have two types of consumers. Uh, the focal uh, consumers, you know, is the segment we are competing. Okay, and there's also a third-party external pool. Okay, you can go and and, and piggybacking. Okay, you can borrow. You can borrow. Okay, from unrelated site, but information. Okay. So, so follow the literature. So what people do is you know say we all using this hoteling model. So you the hoteling model, you can see this you know, line between zero and one. Uh, you have consumers, they are uniformly distributed on each location, okay, so captured by X. So in this case, you know, say A is at zero, B is at one, okay, think about like two platforms, okay, at the end of the line. And so then what is new here? So we have this, you know, uh, consumer utilities, uh, so this is, if I'm a consumer at X, so my utility using platform A as a consumer, as a rider, is the standalone value of the platform. I pay a price, and there's a travel cost. You can think about whether this is fit or not. Okay, um, the literature basically says like, how do these two platforms they differentiate each other? Okay, in in a horizon way. Okay. And then this is something new we put. So this is the cross-site network effects. Um, so D, you can think about driver. Uh, beta, you can think about, you know, say, you know, if you have the benefit to the consumer. Okay, you have additional drivers, okay, in adopting platform A, what are the additional jump of the willingness to pay on the consumer side? So this is the captures the cross-site <coughs> network effects. And similarly, so if the consumer trying to think about the utility of using platform B, so you have this, you know, say uh, uh, from the B side, okay, and also you have this one minus X. So that's the different. That's the travel cost business. So these are standard. So what is new here is, so we have this uh, red path. You have this cross-site network effects. So this is uh, on the consumer side, so that's how we modeled, okay, the indirect network effects. And so, yeah, the standard trick, you know, see, uh, in the literature, you know, thinking like A has a slight advantage over B, okay? So uh, yeah, be right with me. We're thinking about, so there's a, there's an ocean right over there. Um, so if they are the pool, you have N0, okay, potential users, okay. If you go piggybacking, you, you get R, okay. Uh, yeah, the, other, uh, the other platform get the remaining. And we're assuming R is bigger than 0.5, meaning A has some slight <coughs> advantage over B in terms of piggybacking the capability. Yes, we have a question. Uh, could you go back one slide? Yeah, yes. So uh, I'm just trying to understand, so for those utility functions, right. you've got that um, this sort of uh, N representing the number, looks like the number of providers on the platform. Yes. I guess I'm, just, I'm curious why you have that growing linearly, because I think of usually when we think of these platforms, right, is there's a huge value to getting some initial people on, right, and then at some point you're sort of filling in gaps or you have sort of repeat products and stuff, and so the, you know, the third person selling the same thing on Amazon doesn't add all that much extra value. And so why, why assume that that's a linear function there? 
uh, looks linear, okay, but when you work it out, uh, yeah, it's, uh, yeah, it's, um, it's not linear, okay. It's, uh, see, the first of all, when you like when you solve this problem, it's it's very complicated. Um, so that's that's a uh, that's an excellent question. So those back to again. So for modelers, for modelers, what we try to do is um, we want to try to keep other things equal, okay. So basically, so what we are doing is like a standard setup, okay, for people doing cross-site network effects. So like you don't want to deviate uh, too much, okay, in terms of a specific setup. Then we want to add something you are really interested. In, okay, so right now, so you know, in a sense, even this cross-site next network effects, okay, uh, it's not new. Okay, so what we're new uh, saying something new is actually next slides. You know, say so what if okay, you know, they can piggybacking and a you know it has a better capability in terms of piggybacking. Okay, so yes. But you can try different and uh, form uh, in a different uh, formulations. Um, so what our uh, discussion is like: uh, if you have a different formulation, okay, can you tell me under what conditions will overturn okay my results? Okay, because you know you have to have some uh, kind of setup. So, but it's uh, so what we do as a model is you borrow from the existing literature. So this is you know have this literature like I cited. You piggyback on the existing literature. So yes. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> no, the thing is, like, uh, so we want to focus on the stuff you know we want to do, uh, so that you know, yeah. Sometimes you know, yeah. Is that clear? So, yeah. So that's you know, we have other papers. We have different forms. You know, for example, we have a paper trying to capture Metcalfe's law at the same side. Okay, the other papers I quickly uh, went through. Okay, you have a different forms. Okay, you could you could be more general. But for here, so we want to keep things as simple as possible. Like normally, when you have a competition, you have two guys, two sided. It's already complicated. Okay, it's because you know the platform competition, it's. Um, it's hard to do. Okay, let me say, you know, it's because it's pretty complicated. Okay, you only have two guys, two times two already. All right, so this is something new. Okay, we put this piggyback in, and on the consumer side, actually, this is follow uh, one of the former Harvard colleague. You know, see, so in the consumer side, uh, sorry, in the driver side, you can think about DS. It's a it's sort of a demand function. Okay, of course, the more you charge, the less the demand. But there, this additional term is D is a function of C. Okay, this for each platform. Okay, the drivers they are more willing to join your platform. Okay, if have more riders. Okay, and this alpha is very important. You can think about alpha if you focus. You know. Enough time, alpha becomes D. Okay, <laughs> that's important because alpha is the value to the developer or to the driver. Okay, so that's the the other cross-site network effects. Okay, drivers looking for riders, riders looking for drivers. So that's captured by alpha and beta. So in the literature also, again, specifically in, in Professor Hajun's uh, paper and others, they assume some kind of a condition so that uh, so you don't want to tell the entire story about cross-site network effects. So basically this condition is make sure the, you know, the uh, profit function is well behaved and also the network effects is not too large. If it's too large, you're just telling a story of network effects. So this is again standard, we just follow the literature, you know, we, that's not our, uh, our paper. 
So to visualize our, you know, our baseline model, you have to okay, think about Uber or Lyft, if, if, you, if you wish. Um, and then they are competing on focal market. So this is the uh, hotel line. So the consumers or, or riders, they single home. They single home okay? And so on the other side is the drivers or providers, service providers, they multi-home. Okay? Uh, this setup in the literature is called competitive bottleneck. Okay? So those drivers really need our help to reach the consumers. And uh, the specific equation I just or I showed you. So what we added is, again, so you know, we capture cross-site network effects. Sometimes it got confused, so therefore it's good to think about the better, you know, say like consumer benefit, R4 as developer, okay? So basically, you know, the developer side, additional willing to pay because of additional, additional consumer or additional rider. So the new thing we added is this. So what if, okay, you know, one of us, okay, or both of us can, access to the third-party external pool, we call piggybacking, okay? The pool size is N0, okay? And so one guy got R times N0, uh, the other guy um, got the remaining. So that's our setup. This is our initial setup to start this issue. So like any uh, game theory modeling, so we first, in a say, do not you know, say consider piggybacking as a choice variable. Later on, we'll, we'll, as an extension, we'll consider that. Basically, stage zero, you know, both of those little guys, they have to decide whether to piggyback or not. Okay, it's a choice variable. Okay, should we make a bridge pay access fee to get uh, users from another platform? Then at the stage one, okay, simultaneously, the both platform announce the price on each side because this is a two-sided platform. And then stage two, so you basically you know, see uh, the demand realized. So that's the uh, standard setup. Okay, so that's what we're gonna do. And later on, we're going to consider, okay, you know, say, uh, stage zero, okay, choices. So uh, any questions about the setup? Uh, so this is pretty much setup. Pretty up uh, standard. So now, how do you capture piggybacking? So this is important. Um, so what happens turns out. Remember the argument made is um, so those guys either you seeded early on. Okay, now you can start in using them. Okay, you can either use them to generate additional revenue, or you can use them to stimulate cross-site network effects. Or you can use them to do both. So that's, you know, see, you know, see. Then um, in the, in the, in the uh, optimization, okay, this is what we did. You have this additional okay, uh, consumers you can charge. You can also subsidize it. This is the price you're gonna charge. This is for platform on the consumer side, but could be negative, okay? That's called subsidization. And then you have to solve the market equilibrium, okay, you know, say how A and B divide, okay, on the line, okay, this is standard. Mm -hmm. Then you put this uh, uh, cross-site network effects and put other conditions, okay? So uh, this is, <coughs> I learned 
20 years ago <laughs> with my colleague you know, <laughs> at Wharton. <laughs> so yeah, from Wharton professors, you know, you don't solve the problem. You have to tell people what is the problem. Okay? <laughs> Someone in the audience that can quickly give you the solution. <laughs> but this is our setup. Yes, sir. Um, it seems like we're assuming uniform pricing for both vocal consumers and uh, piggyback consumers. Yes, yes. Is yes. that coming from the optimization or is it just assumption? Yes, the, the assumption. Yes, so yes, yes. So we, well, we keep it simple. Yes, yeah, so like, you know, so if you charge them, okay, charge the same price, you know, so yeah. So, yeah, excellent question. So, so this is a kind of, as you know, see, there's another guy, B, symmetric, I'm going to skip it. So, so immediately, this, um, there are actually conditions, you know, see, the little guy will not participate. <laughs> so in order to have a competition, <laughs> so A cannot be too strong in the capability of piggybacking, okay? So first of all, you see, uh, so this area, the white area, okay, T is how do we differentiate each other, okay? If there's enough differentiation, there is room for both of us. So, you know, see, we, you know, see the little guy will play with you. Okay. However, if we are like pretty similar, okay, then this stuff is important. What is showing here is like the capability of piggybacking or okay, beyond a certain range, okay, uh, the little guy will not participate. See this this is shows you like under what conditions okay you will have a competition. Okay. Then we say like what about no piggybacking? Because you see, when you want to add something new, you always want to build on existing literature. So, so when this n zero is zero, there's no pi. You go back, okay, to the traditional literature on two side market. So that's exactly what we did. So basically, so these results are simply you know so you replicate from the literature. Okay, we'll tell you on the what conditions. Okay, you should subsidize. Say for example, um, when t is less than, uh, less than the threshold, this threshold is basically a function of the strength of network effects. Okay, it's in the paper, so the specific form. So if those two platforms, okay, they do not differentiate too much, okay, with each other, okay, so then you know what, okay, you're going to subsidize the consumers. Okay, you're going to you know see basically you know see. Uh, give them for you know for free you know see all uh, you know see all do um yeah so this yeah, specific formulation is this you subsidize the consumers. On the other hand, so when you should subsidize the uh, the drivers, it depends on alpha and the beta. Okay, it's simply a function on the strength of cross site network effects. So it's alpha is the benefit. Okay, to the driver is less. Okay, than beta you should subsidize the drivers. Okay, so you keep, this is a, like a baseline, but what <laughs> I want to show you, so this is like we replicated existing results, okay, uh, in the literature. So now what has been changed? It's like, what have those N0 guys, okay, so those are the specific definitions of those threshold. This is I, something I learned, it's like, you know, when you have, you know, very tedious, you know, theorems, do a table. <laughs> this is even better. Draw some pictures. Okay. So these pictures, I will show you like what has what has been changed. So what has been changed? So this is different from the literature. Is so first of all, the first result is whether you subsidize or not. Okay, is not influenced. Okay, by piggybacking. 
okay? Yeah. So if you were subsidizing the consumer side, con continue subsidize, okay? What has been changed? If you're able to uh, piggybacking more, okay, you subsidize more, okay? This is a new result because in the literature, so uh, they are basically showing its substitute. Okay, we show you the condition here is yeah when it's it's complementary. Okay, so even if those guys you piggyback it, if you were subsidizing, you should also continue subsidize. Okay, those guys, the new guys you created, and we also uh, show you under what conditions the. The existing literature is correct. Is there also conditions again? If we can further differentiate ourselves when t is bigger than a threshold, okay, you you should do the otherwise. This is we call it, uh, counterclockwise. So if you are charging, you charge more, okay. And you can also charge those new guys, okay. You piggyback it. So this is you know, the new results. You can think about. You have to change your strategies, okay. On both sides, you know, you're doing this counterclockwise shifting. If alpha is bigger than beta, and the little guy do the opposite. So this is something new, okay. And basically, rather than engaging a head-on competition, okay, you know, if you are subsidizing, you continue subsidizing, subsidizing, but subsidize less, okay. So if you were charging, okay, if the other guy was able to, okay, um, so um, uh, piggybacking more, you should charge less. So you do, uh, you do the, uh, yeah, you do a clockwise shift. <coughs> so this is something new due to due to piggybacking, and you you can have similar uh, results, okay, on the provider side, okay. Here has nothing to do with the threshold. It depends, basic depends on alpha and the beta. So it's very, uh, it's you know, it's very intuitive. If A is able to piggyback in more, it's going if you know, if alpha is bigger than beta, so you're charging the developers, and you should charge more. You should raise the price on the developer side, and B, and we'll basically back up a little bit. Okay, do the uh, do the reverse. So this is the one way. So we also did I you know, see, uh, in the interest of time, so you can do the. Discussions, you know, say what if alpha less than beta? You do all that. Then you summarize all this, you know, we call sensitivity analysis, you know, using a table, okay? And what is the takeaway when you have piggybacking? Suppose you can you can change R, okay? You know, one guy is able to basically increase its capability of piggybacking. You'll see that, um, see. You could have both, the first takeaway can both as complementary or substitute, okay? And the other guy, B, will always go to the opposite. So that's what, you know, that's like a first, you know, summary. You know, if we summarize uh, into a proposition, is the conditions of subsidization will not change, does not change, you know, due to piggybacking. However, you have this new area which is interesting is complementary okay, strategies and also tell the little guy you should always do the opposite. Okay? You, know, you should never engage on price competition if the other guy was able to piggyback more okay, than you. So that's like the first thing we think interesting than trying to find like, you know, see, so uh, YouTube initially, okay, uh, you know, see, uh, there's a change in YouTube for those uh, interested in getting data and test our model predictions. There's a change 
from YouTube to YouTube Red. Okay, once once YouTube initiate YouTube Red, you see the strategy of the uh, Vimo. Okay, so they actually switch their side. They actually charge the loaders. Okay, so not the viewers. Okay, so this is some of you know see like case examples. You know, trying to tell you like you know here is our predictions. You may go there get data and then test our model predictions. I will also quickly go through. Um, it's a, it's also surprising a result. It's so. So we initially we assume the the pool is fixed. Okay, we are competing from the pool. Okay, so now what if the pool can be increased? Okay, turns out the effects is different. Okay, so you know, see if this pool can be increased, you have a contrasting uh, effects. So. Uh, Am I clear? So they have like you know, so you have two ways. One way you have a fixed pool where convenient. Okay. The other way is in a fixed R. What if the pool you know so is growing? Okay. So then you see that actually have um, it's, you have a different effects. If you fix R, so what is showing up here is when n zero, it's the external pool increases. You see um, you know, so different strategies. You know, say for the um, uh, for A. For A, you see um, those shaded areas is you're going to reduce the price, okay, when the pool increases, okay, and the white area is you know say when the pool increases, uh, you should increase the price. Okay? what is interesting is there are regions the little guy can ride on the big guy, so meaning so there are regions four and five, okay, you know when the pool increases. A can increase their price, not surprising, but B can also re increase price. So B can actually ride together with A. The other areas, you know, I avoid competition. So basically, you see that you know, so there are um, you know, interesting uh, regions. Basically, a quick summary is there are regions, okay, you know, you know, so you know, allow access to external pool will mitigate competition. So you know that's something new and interesting. Okay, has uh, you know say policy implications. So those are we're talking about. Um, so uh, and of course you know say then what about uh, say like profit comparison? So this figure shows you is interesting. So as the pool increases, depends on the little guy. How does the little guy differentiate itself with the big guy? So it could. In increase the profit as you showed you right on the back of A, it could also hurt itself. It can also go down, can go both go up and down. So we have identified conditions. And the gap is the profit gap between A and B always increases. So uh, as the external pool increases. So that's the profit comparison. So we did. So now, uh, before I do more exciting stuff, uh, do I have any questions so far? That's the like the baseline we did. Yes, sir. Um, so you inserted piggybacking into your model linearly, right? Right. And so if it was not linear, then obviously all your curves would change somewhat. Mm -hmm. But those propositions that you showed, they're qualitative. Like if this goes up, this goes down. So I'm wondering, maybe those propositions are more general than your specific linear model. And did you investigate? What are the conditions under which these propositions still hold? Right. Yeah. First of all, thank you because um, for 
for ease of my presentation, <laughs> I showed you the pictures, but all those are, 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 are analytical results. So, yeah, in our paper, they're all proven. Um, um, we also, uh, you know, did different. Uh, you know different variations of the models I did not show here okay you know what if you have a square term when you know you get those n0 guys okay so um, in the new versions again uh, so it's um, now what I learned for model is I want to keep the basics as simple as possible okay so again so the argument is can you give me a counter example give me the conditions under which so those results do not hold Okay, so that's basically in you know, a because as a modeler, uh, there's no way you can exhaust like all kind of model variations. Yes, yes, I, I right, it. yes. I, I'm actually wondering, like, like perhaps your uh, some of your results, right? The ones that you know, like what goes up when something else goes down, perhaps right. they are much more general than any specific type of model. Uh, uh, yeah, that's a, that's a very good suggestion. So um, so again, so we what we're trying to, to do is like benchmarking with existing literature. Like, what are the new things? So what I'm trying to highlight here, look, you know, those are the new things have not been reported in the literature. Okay, but yeah, but it's always it's good. You know, it's good. You know, say I will uh, I will say you know, can we uh, generalize more? So normally when you're trying to do um, very high level models, okay. Um, it's kind of difficult, you know, to to do this uh, concrete predictions. Okay, so well, uh, Ben knows more. Okay, normally, you know, you you yeah, especially for platform competition. Okay, that's that's why we see uh, not many papers. Yeah, that's that's my understanding. Okay, yeah, uh, but that's again. So that's uh, yeah, that's a uh, yeah, that's a good point. So the so next thing I want to do is I want to go to stage zero. Okay, so now. Uh, so I want to uh, slightly change the model a little bit. Um, so yeah, there are different trade-offs. Okay, so yeah, we have we talk about all kinds of model formulations. Okay, so um, so it's kind of an art. You have to discuss like you know, even what you put in the model, what you don't. Um, so what we have finally, uh, you know, since started up, this is my uh, weekend results. <laughs> this is we, we, before I came, I we got this results. Okay, uh, but worked for a long time. Um, so here, what we do is, okay, let's suppose like again, A has an advantage. There's a cost of access. Yeah, you, you, you need to go to the Craigslist or you have to go check the yellow pages, you know. There's a one-time cost, okay, so, you know, cost is CA and CB, okay. If you do that, you'll get a little N0, okay, guys, you know, say from a third party, okay, you know, say from external network, okay. So, so now, so both A and B have to decide, okay, whether I should engage in piggyback or not. So are you with me? So you know, see that's you know, see like you know, see yeah. There are a lot of discussions, but this is again. Um, so for analytical modelers, it's it's an art. So this is suppose this is what we do, okay? And we have a very interesting uh, results, okay? Again, so this all proven, okay? Um, you know, we have uh, you know, we have a new uh, working paper version. But uh, let me show you this, you know, see because it's symmetric, you know, see I also showed you the other side, you know, what if. Uh, what is CA is bigger than CB. So this is uh, pretty interesting uh, to us. So on the left panel A is uh, it's a weak network effects. Okay, in a, say, in a sense, it's 
So uh, T1, you know, is a function of alpha and beta. It's network effects. It's capped by T, the travel cost, okay? Then you'll see, um, you see like, you know, say different kinds of equilibrium, okay? So you see that when the cost is small, both will engage in piggybacking, okay? That's intuitive, right? When cost is high, none of them will choose piggybacking. Okay, and you of course you know whoever has a cost advantage, okay, they will engage in piggybacking. So this is like these guys, okay, are they are very different, okay, horizontally with each other. But what's more interesting is is here. Um, so when the network effects is strong, okay. And in a sense, okay, we do not differentiate with each other too much. You see, there's this yellow region, okay? Yes. Just go back to the first one. So uh, platform B is, so it depend, whether I want to piggyback might depend on whether the other one piggybacks. Yeah. Right? yeah, yeah, we're simultaneously, yeah, yeah, yes. So the payoffs to piggybacking, uh, my interpreting is correct that, that my payoffs of piggybacking are greater if my competitor is also piggybacking? Uh, we don't know, okay? So we have to solve the equilibrium. You can do the usual backward induction. So, yeah. So you have to do the stuff I did early on, okay? Stage one, stage two, now, okay. I actually do stage two, stage one, and back to stage zero. But I'm looking at, at that one in, in that graph there as, mm -hmm. as, as the cost uh, for B right. is declining. Right. If it gets cost B, of, yes. Yeah. If it, if it gets below a certain level, then firm A is willing to uh, piggyback even when the cost is higher than it. Like uh, the right. Like the both area is kind of sticks out. Mm-hmm. Right. You mean this area? No, the both area, like the, the square. Yes. Uh huh. That this one. Yes. Yeah, like the upper right hand yes. corner of that might imply that I'm more likely to piggyback if. My competitor. Yes, yes, okay. that's yes, that's interesting, right? So basically, you have this forty-five degree. So you know, see, as long as the cost difference is not too much, okay, and uh, both of us, okay, not that the guy has a cost advantage, we're piggybacking, the other guy will also do so. Okay, so that's yeah, that's the results. Okay, yeah, we have you know color points, you know, specified in the paper, but this one is interesting. In, in this overlap area, okay, we're able to show actually a game of chicken. So in this case, it's uh, you know it's very interesting. It's therefore you can link with the early papers. Okay, you know now you may have platform pre-announcement back to Forms paper, or, or even now the most recent research I think is informal announcement. It's not just platform pre-announcement. You know, it's informal pre-announcement. It I leaked rumors. <laughs> so that may actually sort solve this. You know because. Both can be equilibrium. You know, it's a game of checking. So you know, say basically, you know, say both of them have a desire to piggyback and trying to basically, you know, scale the other guy. Don't do that. So you know, that's an interesting result. And even further interesting. Okay, when you know, say in this particular case, as you know, say in this one, you we even also see. Okay, there's a threshold. Okay, there is areas. It's we have this prisoner's dilemma showing up. Okay. Is in these cases, in fact, uh, piggybacking, we uh, make both of us worse, okay, strictly worse off. 
but unfortunately, you know, see, we both have to engage in piggybacking. Okay, you actually have the phenomenon of traditional personal dilemma. Okay, so this, you know, see, this is you know something, uh, something new will show up. Basically, you see uh, the strategy map uh, of piggybacking. Okay, yes, yes, they are less intuitive. They are in. They are su su surprising areas. Okay, like personal dilemma and also the game of chicken. So, so this is only for the case where network effect is strong enough, right? Oh uh, yes, yes. The prisoners. Exactly yes. You know, the, for the full one, is the result actually covers you know the everything. Uh, but uh, the reviewers, okay, they actually made the prediction, okay, and uh, the reviewers they were actually right. So this is like you know by addressing reviewers' uh, comments, um, it's in you know, a sort of like uh, a, um, it's a it's a pleasant discovery. So the next thing I'll be really quick to talk about how do you model like fake, you know, see how do you model, model this fabricated one, okay? So as a modeler, so now we have shown you uh, so the results of both changing N0, okay, the pool all, okay, all R, okay. Now I want to do the further simplification, okay? Feel free to disagree, uh, because again, so, uh, so like uh, modelers, they want to say something concrete. So in this case, I'm even going to let R equals to one. You know that means just like A is the only allowed. This guy is allowed to do fake <laughs> piggybacking. Uh, and then so uh, yeah, I I can change N N zero. Okay, this is another simplification. But then you will see the change, the fundamental change. So now the subsidization condition has been changed. Okay. For A, if you even if A you want to do fake or fabricated piggybacking optimally, okay, you actually have to change your subsidization condition, okay, and also change the degree. See that? So this is like you know, see, N zero changes increases, okay, the outside pool increases. You see, you are going to. Increase your region. This is the subsidization region, and also you subsidize more. Okay, both change. Okay, the region and the scale. Okay, and in terms of the other side, when N zero increases, you will reduce the subsidizing region on the provider side. See you, David. And and also reduce like the scale. So therefore, it actually matters, okay, so, you know, to even to the firm engaging in fabric piggybacking, you have to change the conditions. And the B thinks he does not do piggybacking, the condition does not change. So then how, how do you, like, analyze this? It's, it's very simple, you know. So because these guys are fake guys, they're computer programs, they don't generate profit, so we cannot charge computer program. So therefore, you know, in that uh, optimization problem, you don't have, you know, say those guys show up in the profit function, but you use these guys simply to generate network effects. So those, you know, say those, you know, computer programs boards. So that's how we model. Okay, so. So this is you have to change all that. Okay, similarly you can you know do this you know say uh, a diagram you know say diagrams. So I will I will skip that. So you know, basically you know see it's the same idea. You have to subsidize like more regions and subsidize more. Okay, on the consumer side, not surprisingly, 
because there are those again you don't pay those fake guys <laughs> so you so therefore you know you actually you, know, you don't you incur a cost of the computer programs yes sir um, I, I know that this is not the focus of this uh, particular section yeah. of the paper, but um, is it possible that if both parties can fabricate, and if A announces a large number to fabricate, right. they can potentially scare the other person, the other party off, do some Stack Cooper kind of game where I announce like a big number so that like I scare mm -hmm. the other guy off, and he never comes into like play mm -hmm. in this section. Is that a possibility? Uh, I don't know, uh, but you know, see, we have shown if the, for authentic, sure, okay, for, you know, if we're talking about the real people, yes, you know, you can scale off the other guy. The, the, the little guy will not participate if I know you have a stronger capability. We show the, you the threshold, okay, for the real guy, you can scale off the little guy, yeah. And potentially we can get rid of that prisoner dilemma section where the welfare is strictly better if neither party um, engages in big begging. Yes, that's uh yes, you know, so you uh, so we can and the paper can be written. <laughs> yeah, that's again so you the I think it's those yellow regions are more interesting. Uh then you can actually write the paper built on uh, early on phones work on platform pre announcement and again the most recent paper I have seen is 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 informal pre-announcement is <laughs> <It> spread rumors <laughs> yeah it's 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 um, it's all built on uh, the literature it's like you know those two uh, linear equations <laughs> you're thinking but that's actually that's a, a standard fundamental okay in econ literature they actually use those uh, literature is the okay, fundamental paper on chicken and egg uh, paper okay Julian and co-author did it's yeah it's the same thing okay you can play with all kind of parameters to say what are what are you know so you, you know when competitive bottleneck you know will emerge as an equilibrium so yeah that's a quick summarizing so we you know we're trying to compare so like you know what changes you know say when you do uh, allow fabricated um, piggybacking so the current work uh, is again uh, uh, David has this very good point like is this some, something good or bad we haven't done that but it's easy to do uh, so what we do is you know see other things equal you compute uh, the total surplus difference okay of uh, fabricated piggybacking versus authentic okay then uh, well uh, my expectation of course you know say is going to be uh, uh, bad it's, it's um, yeah. Compare, you know, see clearly. So then, uh, uh, B got hurt, okay, by A's engaging, okay, of uh, of uh, fabricated piggybacking. But we can, you know, uh, make a concrete, okay, uh, estimation by compute uh, total surplus, okay, a difference. So that's. But uh, the cost of it is just the shift between that platform, or what's the, uh, like the friction from from uh, fabricated piggybacking. I'm trying to think about what the difference between modeling that and say if you had done like there's just some other thing they could do to generate network effects but that doesn't involve having people on the platform yes yes exactly yeah excellent yes yeah, so basically it's the same setup i just did okay the only uh, difference is uh, so it's those little small and zero guys okay you know what if they can generate okay uh profit for us so basically those n zero guys can be treated as real versus as fake. Then you compute total, uh, total, uh, you know, say basically surplus of both forms, yeah, and see like you know, say what's the uh, what's the gap. So then, but I think it's 
yeah, it's expected. Okay, so this, uh, this, uh, uh, you know, see, uh, we should encourage uh, so like real, uh, authentic piggybacking, not the fake one. But we have not done that, so we we are working on that. But yeah, I think it's doable. Um, so uh, yeah, let me um, quickly like summarize. Okay, uh, and we have uh, then uh, open to questions. So what I'm trying to do is like you know this paper just as I said I focus on one thing okay which is piggybacking because we observe from business practice in different forms uh, but we defined uh, piggybacking it's like uh, not advertising not install base okay it's again you know but you could use uh, CD you could use computer programs okay to generate network effects only uh, but you know they cannot generate revenue for you. So, so what we do is, you know, see, uh, we build on platform competition setting, and uh, we, uh, we then we started piggybacking and subsidization. So the first results, okay, interesting is we identify condition conditions when piggybacking and subsidizing they are complementary to each other, okay, because it's not surprising the substitute. We tell you when they are substitutes, when they are complementary strategies. The second thing we'll say, like, you know, if you do authentic piggybacking, okay, and then the subsidization condition will not change. Okay, so, so basically uh, you can say whether you subsidize or not purely depends on the strength of network effects. Okay, both cutoff points, they are functions of alpha and the beta, which is uh, which are cross-site network effects. And uh, of course that's benchmarking with no piggybacking. Um, then we also tell you uh, more interesting is like, you know, uh, so if you are two little guys competing, if A engages in piggybacking or can piggybacking more, okay, and when it intensifies the competition, uh, when it alleviates, because this alleviates, it's interesting, okay, so there are regions, okay, the little guy you know, could also benefit okay, from the other guy okay, piggybacking uh, activities. We also showed you like the conditions, okay, if piggybacking is a choice variable, it's a choice strategy, so prison dilemma could emerge. Okay, so you know, both will engage in piggybacking, you know, both will get worse off. Okay. And finally, we're trying to study implications. Okay, this is a work in progress, okay, and, uh, but we'll show you like, you know, see, um, uh, the uh, uh, total surplus difference. But even, even without that result, we have shown you if the other firm engages in a fabricated piggybacking and the little guy uh, has to respond okay, and can get hurt. So that's uh, yeah, basically uh, uh, my uh, little talk today. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs>